This is Speaking of Writers on Capital Region Sunday. I'm Steve Richards. Readers who love murder mysteries, athletes who relish carving turns on a pair of skis or a snowboard, or folks who like skiing for the social activities that take place after a day spent on the slopes. Well, enjoy the new book, Murder on Skis, a thrilling piece of fiction written by former WNYT TV 13 anchor Phil Bailey. And Phil Bailey is here in studio. Welcome to this program. Hey, Steve. Thank you very much. Thank you for having me. All of those things entail the skier and snowboarder uh, experience, you know, carving the turns and uh, the opry ski and everything in between. Uh, so I, I hope I, this is a murder mystery uh, that I think all murder mystery readers will enjoy, but it also uh, involves skiing. It's set at a ski resort in Montana, and uh, there is a surprising uh, uh, lack uh, thereof. I mean, when I started writing this, there was nothing. You couldn't find fiction involving skiing. And there are an awful lot. I mean, there's 125 million skiers uh, yeah. across the world, and it's still growing worldwide. You know, there are whole new nations uh, learning about skiing, like China. Uh, so I think, you know, it's time we had our say. I certainly include myself as part of the skiing population. And I think it's time we had, you know, one of these. Where did the idea for the story come from? Honestly, I was going on vacation, on a ski vacation, couldn't find the book I wanted to read, and so I wrote it. That is the honest-to-God truth. I like to, when I go on vacations, I like to bring a book with me about the area. When I first went to Hawaii, I grabbed James Michener's Hawaii. Mm. I tend to do this. And so I'm out in Montana for a week of skiing and watching the sunrise because, of course, you know, they're behind us time-wise. So, and I'm an early riser anyway, so I, I was up for sunrise uh, every morning. And I just started writing. It, it, something moved me, and I just started writing. And I kept scribbling notes the week I was out there. And man, Montana's a, a fabulous place, a fascinating place. I've been going there since the 1970s. My brother was at Montana State. I was at Colorado State, so I'd come up and see him a lot. And uh, I just started writing. And then I've been toying with this for over 22 years. When I And I'd put it down. Sometimes I'd pick it up and fool around with it and put it down. I mean, I was busy. I had a, a demanding day job. And, uh, you know, a family. And so there really wasn't time left to write a book. I mean, here was my schedule. I'd get up at midnight. I'd get into work by one when I was the last 15 years of my mm -hmm. television career, which was uh, anchoring the morning news on News Channel 13. So I'd get in there by one, uh, work with the producer. You know, we'd put the show together. I wanted to write all my material because I love writing. I've always been a writer. And uh, you do the show. And then you do the cut-ins, and then I was also working on my Sunday morning show, getting that ready, and oftentimes interviewing authors. I always found them fascinating, and they find fascinating stories, so it's fun to just sit there and listen to them. And then you, you go home, you get maybe four hours of sleep, get up, start preparing for the next show. Uh, my wife would come home. She is a saint. We'd get to have dinner together, maybe another hour. Then I had to get a few hours of sleep before I got up at midnight and did it all over again. So you can imagine there, there was no book to be fit in there. Yeah. So I put this down. 
So the first draft is has a uh, you know has a is twenty two years old. I wrote about seven of them. At some point, um, I started thinking, you know, this isn't bad, and I shared it with some people, and they liked it. I actually had some offers to publish it a number of years ago, but I didn't think it was ready. Uh, between then and now, after saying, no, I don't think so, I can't tell you how many times I said, are you stupid? I had no idea how hard it was to publish a book. But I'm glad because it's a better book now. And at some point, uh, I decided to, when I when I left television uh, almost two years ago, uh, first I caught up on my sleep, uh, found out uh, – NCIS was on television. <laughs> Watched 16 years of NCIS, <laughs> and uh, and then did what I had intended to do, and it was one of the reasons I stopped um, uh, television. And that was I wanted to write this book. I wanted to see it through. I'm two thirds through my second book, um, so and decided, well, let's let uh, okay. I've tinkered with it enough. Let's see what readers uh, think of it. We're chatting with Phil Belly in studio here, Saratoga County resident. Uh, his new book is Murder on Skis, your first book. So a ski resort owner in Montana is murdered. Here's the story. Other deaths, once believed to be accidental, receive a fresh look from television reporter J.C. Snow and police investigators. There could be a serial killer in the resort community. Grizzly Mountain is a ski resort full of snow country characters, from ski racers to ski bums to overdressed billionaires. An unfortunate few may be caught in the claws of Grizzly Mountain. <laughs> I love that. J.C. Snow. How much yeah. of you is in J.C.? There is a lot. I'm not as adventurous as J.C. Snow, but there is a lot. This book is at times autobiographical. There's a, 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 an episode in there involving a bison who's uh, somewhat ill-tempered at the moment. And uh, that's just that's just word for word something that happened to me in Yellowstone Park. Um, I have been a skier all my life. I literally do not remember when I didn't ski uh, I've been a, a master's level ski racer mm. for decades, and uh, so there is a lot of me. You know, they say right way, you know. Right. So I know skiing and I know broadcasting. So it's not a it's not a coincidence that the uh, uh, the hero of this story is a television journalist. What was your research like for this book? You know, there was a lot, and uh, I doubled the pain because, if you will, because. I just published, uh, or, or Shire's Press just published a uh, uh, a piece of work that was 22 years old when I started it. So, I mean, fact checking is second nature to me because right. I'm a journalist. But when I was reading something, so I had something to work with, and it was 22 years old. And I'm sure I checked it out, and it was factual when I wrote it. But it was 22 years ago. So some yeah. of these things, I'm like. Wow, is that right? And I had to go back, you know, look up the history of the Spanish Peaks again. And uh, here's here's an interesting one. There was a guy who I hitched into uh, Yellowstone Park one winter because I wanted to cross-country ski in the Geyser Basin. You know, a lot of people, a lot of your listeners, of course, have been to Yellowstone Park. And in the summer, those geysers in the Geyser Basin are tall. They're amazing. But when you see them in the winter— they're like 40-story buildings. Mm. You know, the cold temperatures. Yellowstone's one of the coldest places in the country. Yes. And that hot air. It, I mean, there are literally flowers growing next to these things in the middle of winter when the temperatures are below zero. Uh, so it's a great place to cross-country ski, but you have to get in there. So you hitch in with a bombardier 
which are the old, the, they're, they're tour buses, but the bombardiers are old and they've been discontinued years ago. But these tour companies in West Yellowstone um, keep them running because they know they're the best thing. They're half tracks. They look like, you know, vehicles, the, you know, uh, you know, our grandparents and parents were riding, you know, into battle and, you know, in World War II. So I hitched in and then went skiing and then met up with them or another bombardier at uh, Old Faithful Lodge and rode out. So this guy who was driving us in to the park was full of stories, amazing things. And I started writing furiously, you know. And I remember asking him, I say, is it okay if I use this? Is this stuff true? And he says, oh, it's all true. It's actually absolutely factual. Uh, I said, okay. Well, here I am 22 years later. It's like, oh, my gosh, is this stuff true? Who is this guy? I needed to, you know, do some fact-checking on myself. So I call out to West. I'm like, where am I going to find this guy 22 years later? And so I'm pouring through my notes, boxes of old notes I had. And I had a name of uh, the uh, Alpen Guide I was on. Actually, it was called Alpen Guides with an E uh, in West Yellowstone. Montana. So uh, I call out there and I say, so is anybody out there that was working with you, say, 23 years ago, maybe 97, 1997 or something? And they're like, no, I don't think so. And I say, well, do you remember a guy who, a big guy who once a year would dress in buckskins and fire a, uh, uh, a musket into the air to start a big cross-country ski, ski race? They go, oh, yeah, that's Mike Breyers. I'm like, really? Can I find him? And they go, well, yeah. So he's an artist now. They reached out to him. You know, it's the usual thing. You don't want to just give any nutbag like myself, you know, the phone number to this guy's house. Uh, so actually, they gave me the uh, email address. So I wrote him and I said, I think you're the guy. And uh, he wrote back. He said, yeah, I'm the guy. And he says, yeah, I got a million stories. You're welcome to him. I can't write. I can't write to save my life, but all the stories are true. So, yeah, you did that kind of things. I had to retrace my steps only because I allowed so much time to pass from when I first did my research, which was considerable. You want the setting yeah. to be right. You want it to be a real setting. It is a, a true depiction, I believe, of uh, Montana where this story is taking place. Phil Valley is my guest here on Speaking of Writers. Murder on Skis is the book. You mentioned earlier you're working on the sophomore effort. Yeah. Can you give us a sneak yeah. peek into what it's about? Is it about skiing? Oh, absolutely. It's a, it's a sequel. It is a sequel. Yeah. Okay. So uh, I'm not going to tell you who survives. It is a murder mystery. So yes. some do, some don't, right? <laughs> it's the nature of the beast. Uh, but it does take place in Colorado. A uh, place I lived for 11 years, and again, it takes a place. It takes place in ski country uh, at a, a fictional ski resort. Um, Murder on Skis is set at a fictional ski resort uh, called Grizzly Mountain, and uh, I have one in the works uh, in Colorado. Yep, should be out. Might be out next Christmas. Oh, nice. All right. And do you use an outline? Did you use an outline for this one, or did no. you did you know the ending for Murder on Skis when you first started it? I know you worked. said you worked on it for a long time. Yeah, I did. And, uh, you know, it was so long ago. I can tell you the one I'm working on now, I know the editing. It's okay. not done. It's about two-thirds done. But um, And I didn't know the ending when I started. But at some point, I got a sense of where it was going, and you get to know the personalities of the people involved and what would they do. 
you know, and I sort of let them take me for the for the ride. They 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 kind of take my hand and uh, and they do what makes sense to the character they I that I created. Um, at some point, uh, and I just you know, that's horrible to say. I don't remember when I came up with the ending for this book that. You know, I wrote draft one 22 years ago. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if I should even admit that. <laughs> Phil Valley, the, the book is Murder on Skis. Thank you for coming. Oh, sure. Thanks for having me. I hope everybody uh, enjoys it. You can get it at, uh, uh, you can order it, my website, murderonskis.com, and that will provide you with icons to Amazon, to uh, barnesandnoble.com, to northshire.com. You can go to Northshire Books uh, if you're trying to buy in time for Christmas. Um, you're going to start finding that online they say we can get it to you by December 27th. If you go to Northshire Books, uh, they still have them on their shelves. And you can go, you can walk into any bookstore and they will order it for you if they don't have it online. We're also, by the way, uh, online uh, in Sweden wow. and in uh, the Netherlands. Nice. A great last-minute gift. This this interview, of course, airing on the Sunday before Christmas, so you still have time. Yeah, Northshire, like you said, has it. If you want to get it, a great gift. Um, Murder on Skis. Phil Bailey is the author. Thank you. Thank you, Steve, very much. And this is Speaking of Writers, and that is Capital Region Sunday, a production of Town Square Media Albany for this week. Thank you for listening. We'll be back again next week with another edition. I'm Steve Richards.